0: Welcome everyone to Prior Talk. Hopefully your weekends are going well. Got some got some good football this weekend. Um, last week actually, uh, some exciting playoffs, and even though the Padres were not in them, um, honestly I'm enjoying watching the playoffs still this year. I mean we've got to see quite a few upsets. Uh, I know the Rangers are are technically an upset against the Orioles, but Isaac and I had talked about it in the past. We thought that the Rangers were maybe even like a favorite in that series just because we thought they they stacked up pretty good against the Orioles. Um, but then obviously the Diamondbacks are, are having a Cinderella type run. Um, and then the um, the Phillies, I mean, once again, another team, that's like they're not really like a favorite. I mean, they're not really like a favorite, but they're a really good team. So it's exciting right now. Um, I'm, I'm pumped for these uh, championship series. Potentially going to have the same uh, World Series as last year. Going to have a rematch between the Phillies and the Astros. Um, But yeah, I mean, we're going to be talking about that. Um, We'll be going over basically any kind of questions you have. Uh, This next week, we're going to do a few things on the Padres. Kind of related to more like free agency stuff. So we'll talk about the NFL slate today. Talk about the playoffs. I see a bunch of comments here about the Dodgers. Um, The Dodgers had a pathetic playoffs. Um, Also, we got big Padres fan 23 asking for a shout out, of course um uh I I think you're muted uh shout out bro so shout out
1: big Padres fan 23
0: yeah dude um and then I got a couple comments here from Wolfpack and I think we can get I think we can get into it right away so Wolfpack says the Phillies are going to destroy the Diamondbacks and he says he has he had Phillies Rangers in the World Series I could see it I think the Phillies are heavy favorites do you
1: yeah, I'm going Phillies Astros in the World Series. I haven't watched too much postseason baseball, man. But I think I think when looking at the playoff format, a lot of people were talking about how it's unfair. I think it's more so that I don't think it's unfair. Keep in mind the Astros won the World Series. They had a bye last year. I mean, come on. I I, I don't think it's that I understand for hitters, yeah, it's hard to get back into the rhythm of of you know getting your timing back down and everything like that, but what's the excuse for the for Clayton Kershaw going out there not getting a single out or getting maybe one out and allowing six runs what about Lance Lynn what about Bobby Miller I mean their bullpen was shut down their bullpen was great but what's the excuse for the starters doing absolutely nothing there is no excuse I think what we're refusing to to look at in that series is the Dodgers were horrible. They don't have any starting pitching. Mookie Betts and, and Freddie Freeman, they, they got one hit, and it was an infield single. But again, we're going to go back to the pitching. The Diamondbacks were heavily, heavily favored when it came to starting pitching. Zach Gallen and, and Merrill Kelly are good starting pitchers. Sure, Brandon Fatt is not that good, but he did the job. Surprisingly, I didn't think he was going to do that good, but surprisingly, he did the job. That's the thing with postseason baseball, man. The, the, the most random guys end up being okay. Um how about in that Phillies Brave series? <laughs> <laughs> that is super true. What about in that in that Phillies Brave series? Hey, yeah, the Braves, record-wise, much better team than the Phillies. OPS wise, sure, they're probably the best hitting team in the league. But the Phillies have done this before. They've beat the Braves before. And the Phillies were on a hundred were on a hundred win pace over the last hundred and ten games. So, no, it's it's not unfair. It's that one team was heavily favored in the starting pitching department and the other team was already a juggernaut. They're a juggernaut. The Phillies are a juggernaut. Like, that's what we're refusing to overlook, that they're a juggernaut. And um, so that's the thing. I don't, I don't like baseball in the sense that every time one of the best teams or the best teams get eliminated, the conversation starts with how something is unfair. Why does the best team have to win every single year? It's it's that like a true baseball fan does not enjoy that. I don't enjoy watching the Dodgers or the Yankees or any of the big market teams win. I don't enjoy that. I don't want to see that. I like seeing you know the Phillies and the Diamondbacks and the and the Phillies are a big market team, but the Phillies are a fun team. They're a team that sure it might not be easy to root for because of their fans, but Bryce Harper is one of the best to ever do it. He's one of the best postseason hitters ever right now. Nick Castellanos is having a good postseason. Trey Turner turned his season around. Kyle Schwarber is one of the weirdest hitters in all of baseball. But it's a really fun – they're fun players to root for. And as a baseball fan, I'm happy that we are not seeing the Dodgers, the Yankees. And sure, people might not want to see the Astros. But, I mean, I don't care to see the Astros. They're a good team too. They're a fun team too. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't be happier that some of these teams are out. I'm happy the Braves are out. I, I don't I, I don't hate the Braves, but I'm happy the Braves are out. I'm happy the Dodgers are out. I'm not happy the Orioles are out. I like the Orioles, but they're a young team. I'm happy the Rangers are in. So, I mean, I, I don't think something anything has to be changed in the playoff format.
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know if we'll do an episode about it just because it's been such a hot conversation, but – Dude, that's the whole thing is like you look at you look at the conversation. I saw someone someone tweeted this and uh, I think it's a, I think it's a good point. They're like anytime an NFL team makes a run, we go. Let's go look at that underdog doing it, you know, that they're they're pulling off the Cinderella story.
1: Yeah, we're happy about it. Yeah.
0: In the NBA, we saw the Heat make a run this year, right? They were the 8th seed, I want to say. And it was like, this is crazy. Look at the Heat. Everyone's pulling for the Heat, right? And in, in the in the East for the for the most part at least. Yeah. And it's all mm-hmm. like, oh, let's hype up the heat, let's get excited. And then in the MLB, the conversation is, should, they, should we change the playoff format, man? Because because uh, the Dodgers didn't win, and the uh, you know the, these teams are struggling. It's like, no, dude. I mean, look at look at the matchups. If you look at it from each one, the Rangers against the Orioles. We had talked about. I don't know if it was on air, if it was off air, but Isaac, I remember me and you talked about like that. The Rangers are kind of like the favorites in that. Story. They're a perfect
1: postseason team.
0: And then we talked about, and then you bring up, okay, then you bring up the Phillies and the Braves, right? Because cause the Astros win pretty comfortably, like a like a one seed does. Or I guess they're not the one seed. I guess they're technically a two seed. But like, a you know, a favorite does. And then you look, Braves-Phillies. Well, the Braves lost to the Phillies last year, and they can't hit the Phillies pitching consistently. It's a, It's the worst matchup. It's the worst matchup for that team. So they come up, and they pull the upset. Kind of not that crazy of an upset one that we saw last year, one that we've seen the, the Phillies be able to handle them. And the Phillies are a really good team. They were in the world series last year. So I get some random team. And then you go to the one that is probably the most talked about, just because most people, be the Diamondbacks aren't that crazy of a team. I mean, they do have this two starting pitchers and that's about it. Yeah. The bullpen is okay. The other, I mean, Brandon fat, isn't that good. They don't really have any other arms. Like it's basically, basically just like two arms. Well, yeah, flip side, <laughs> You have Kershaw, who's been banged up all year, and he's an awful postseason pitcher. And they don't have good pitching, like like they don't have many guys. Like they've lost their arms. So like, yeah, Bobby Miller looks. You know, he's going to have a good career, most likely. He's a good pitcher, but like, this is the first time kind of up there for him. Lance Lynn has not been. He's not a good pitcher. I mean, not anymore. At least I don't. I don't really feel like. And then their stars choked. And meanwhile, Corbin Carroll, Tell Marte, guys like that do really well. Um, I think Tommy Pham had a couple big hits as well, but. They're an explosive offense. It's like, you're going to run into that. Also, it wasn't like it was close. The, the Diamondbacks destroyed them. They obliterated them. Like, it, it wasn't even, like, there wasn't even, like, a competition. It wasn't like, oh, maybe they, you know, because they, they got smoked in game one, the Dodgers came back, and they lost barely in game five. We should have the conversation. It wasn't even like that. They got, they got handled, man. So, I do think that having the time off, though, I will say, just in all sports, he's like, I think it's a pretty big factor. Like, I was thinking about this for the Niners this year. The Niners are cruising, right? I don't really know if I want them to get the one seed. Why not have the two seed, not have a bye, play a team in the wild card round, get a little tune-up game? If you lose that game, then you're not going to make it. That's just that simple. Like, you have the tune-up game. You stay hot. You keep rolling. You keep every week. You know, it's more like that. The only thing you're kind of scared about is injuries in those, in, in my opinion. Injuries. But... If you don't have like a like a really good wild card team that you're playing, it's like you might as well just play the wild card team and, and get a tune up game, not have the rest, you know, keep going. But you we do see that, like we do see people kind of, you know, their teams kind of like struggle when they have that buy. So I do think that's a real thing. But also, you have a buy, bro. Like you're not playing anyone, you're moving to the next round. So it's like it's not that right. bad of a thing. And if you're not gonna if if you can't handle that adversity of I didn't play for a week, then that's kind of on you on that team. You know what I mean? So it goes both yeah. ways, but. The, the reason you have a buy yeah. is to get more teams in the mix, which makes sense. Yeah,
1: and and the conversation started as soon as the Dodgers got eliminated, and the conversation increased when the Braves got eliminated. So let's move away from that braves Phillies series because the discussion should not be centered around that series. The Phillies are a good team. They're a really good team. Like I said, they're arguably a juggernaut. Their regular season record might not show it, but the last 110 games they played – after they got off to a cold start, they're a juggernaut. They went like 70 and 41. They were insane. That's in a 100-win pace. Zach Wheeler, Aaron Nola, solid starting pitching. Uh, Ranger Suarez had a good series. Bryce Harper is the coldest man on the planet. Um, the, the conversation should not be centered around that series. The Phillies are good. Just as good as the Braves. Maybe a little worse in, on, on, on paper, but they beat them. They beat like, them. It was a 3 1 series. And I've never seen a home field advantage like Citizens Bank Park. They have the best home field advantage in baseball. Keep in mind, we played there last year. Shit was horrible. I hated it. I hated watching them play there.
0: I hated it. Every you, ever, run. you ever seen a link? <laughs> you ever seen a oh, link? Yeah. For the, for yeah. The Eagles? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right. And, and, um, I mean that's the best that's the yeah man that's the best home field advantage in baseball it sucks to watch your team play there it's like it's like soul crushing when your team like when i saw the padres play there and Bryce Harper was hitting these home runs
0: and and uh you know everything was going wrong for the padres Is Isaac frozen for you guys too? I can't tell. (laughs) Um, Let me know if Isaac's frozen for you guys. okay i'm back I, I i didn't know if it was me or if it was someone else okay isaac just texted me he said his wi-fi fell apart so okay i'll, I'll see you guys yeah you froze mid sentence for me i thought it was my wi-fi i was like oh no because i'm at i'm at, as you can see i'm not in my place i'm in my little sister's room i'm i'm traveling right now so um i'll go i, I bet he'll hop on in a couple of minutes here but anything mlb padres related from you guys um that you're kind of wondering also any Padres topics that you want us to cover? I think a couple things we want to talk about is at least coming up this next week, because we're going to have another recording session is, is Juan Soto, of course, a couple guys to potentially, you know, trade like a Jay Cronworth, a Trent Gritchum. What we want to see from the pitching kind of off season related stuff. Um, Isaac, you're back. I thought it was me. Yeah, dude. I'm, at, dude, I'm, at, dude. I'm at my mom's house dude. and I was like, Oh, I think that's me.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't even know what happened. It tried changing Wi Fi's for me. The other Wi Fi. It was like the apartment Wi-Fi and it sucks, but um, no. What I was saying was, you know, going back to that Braves-Dodgers series, or not Braves-Dodgers, sorry, Diamondbacks-Dodgers series. I don't feel like an excuse is there when you look at the fact that, hey, you know, the Diamondbacks were a horrible team historically. They're a horrible team at Dodger Stadium. They're one, they're one of the worst teams in come in terms of playing at Dodger Stadium. And then you look at the season series. The pretty sure the Dodgers took it like eight to five or something like that. Maybe even worse. So then you look at who has the MVP candidates on the, on each side on the sides of the ball. And sure, Corbin Carroll is an MVP candidate, but he's in number two and three like Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman. No. And then you see like, hey, the Dodgers just choked again. Why are we making an excuse for them? Like they haven't done it every October. They do it every October. And. I don't know if anyone watches iTalk Talk Studios, but he made a he made a video on the Dodgers. And one of the main arguments was, look, whatever the Dodgers do from here on out in the regular season, their season does not start until October. It doesn't. Why? Why? Why should they continue to celebrate NL West titles or anything like that? They don't. They can't. They shouldn't. Their season doesn't start until October now. So I don't think we should be chalking it up as, hey, you know, the playoff format is the reason the Dodgers lost. This is back-to-back years they've gotten their ass kicked. They won one playoff game in the past two years. Now the conversation. Go for it.
0: I was just gonna say it's true. Like it's it. I haven't watched that video. I did see that video. I, I like iTalk Studios as well. Um, but I was like, I saw that one. I think I like queued it for later. Like saved it because I was like, yeah. okay, I want to see like what he's talking about. But I mean, you look at like yeah, they won in the short season, but. It's like it's all. It's also like always the same story with them. Like you remember last year, like Mookie Betts struggled in the playoffs too. That was yeah. a big storyline of that. Um, I feel like Freddie Freeman was good last year. I'm also he just like is, yeah, in he was my solid. head. Yeah. Trey,
1: Trey Turner for them was not good. He choked in multiple spots and made a few errors. So Trey Turner for them was not good. But yeah, man. I mean, the Dodgers. There, there's got to be some sort of. I don't, I don't know what they gotta do, man. I don't think it's Roberts' fault this time. I don't know if it's Freeman Friedman's fault. I don't know what it is. I don't know what they're gonna chalk it up to, but they need to chalk it up to you can't just keep putting this group together in October because it's not working. They it feels like there's no fire from them in October. I feel like they're intimidated. Come playoff baseball. It doesn't feel it doesn't look like the same Dodgers team. The Padres went into that Dodger series fired up on, on fire. They were hot, they were hitting. And the Dodgers looked so intimidated; it looked like the roles were reversed. And same thing again this series; it looked like the roles were reversed, and the Diamondbacks essentially became that team, that hundred-win team, and they steamrolled them. They rolled over them.
0: Yeah, um, I got this one, and then we'll kind of we'll kind of get into NFL a little bit here. But what are your thoughts on us signing Xander? I mean, we've talked about it quite a bit, but like concerned. Is it encouraging that he ended the season really good? Yeah. Could have risk injury have impacted his numbers this year, 100%. But he was bad. He was he was bad this year. And that's like the beginning of the year. And he's also a shortstop with not that much power. So when you get to like 35 plus, it tends to go like you're going pretty good. You're going pretty good. And you just fall off a cliff. So that's why I'm concerned about him. I think that's all the deals that go late. I mean, you're already seeing it with Darvish a little bit. Darvish got all banged up this year. He has like four years left on his deal, so it, it, whenever you sign guys until they're like forty, it's like oh god. Um, yeah, and that's why that's why this year was such an important year to capitalize on these guys all being younger, and it didn't happen. Sure. So that's how I feel on it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm for players getting <laughs> big contracts and, and getting their money, but I feel like there's got to be some sort of of middle ground to where you know the Padres have an out if Xander Bogarts isn't good for the remaining for the remainder of his contract. I mean. The, also, another reason I say that is because, hey, I mean, Eric Hosmer is costing us a lot of money, and I wish there was a middle ground to where, hey, you, we don't have to pay you all your $13 million, A, because you sucked, and B, because you don't even play for our team anymore. So, I wish there was some sort of out. Um, I don't like when contracts fully favor a team, but I don't know if right now if I really like when contracts fully favor a player. Um, but... As far as the, the you know the money goes, it's it's unfortunate that twenty five mils going to him because it could be going to someone else. It could be going to our starting pitching or an extension towards Juan Soto, something like that. Um, so I mean, right now I don't like it, but I won't really care if you know we make a significant playoff push, a World Series run, um, with him being one of the backbones of it.
0: Yeah, it's more that there's just like pr- a lot more pressure on him now too. That's what, yeah. that's what I feel like. Um, here we go. So let's get into NFL. So Isaac, you obviously, it was me and Chase last week on the stream. We were talking about this game. We're like, hey, the NFL, all the primetime games suck. We're so happy that we get to watch this competitive Cowboys 49ers Sunday night football game. That's what our thought was. We're like, it's going to be a good game. Nope. It should be close. The Niners absolutely steamrolled them. That was It was, it was great to watch. It was, it was awesome as a Niners fan. Cowboys fans are probably pretty upset. Um, and then Kittle comes out, he has a fuck Dallas shirt, right? I thought it was hilarious too. That's also just like how Kittle is. They also, the Niners players do not respect the Cowboys players. They do not respect them. They have told them before that they do not respect them and that they're soft. So of course they're going to come and do stuff like that. That's what they've done. That's what they've done every time they've played them. And yes, the playoff games are kind of close, but like the Niners have consistently controlled Dallas through the last three years whenever they've played. And then this year was just like the absolute annihilation. But I thought it was I don't know, I thought it was pretty funny.
1: Yeah, and this is one of the oldest rivalries in football. I mean, if you want to call it that. The, <laughs> this day and age right now, this is not a rivalry. I mean, the the 49ers have bounced the Cowboys in back-to-back years and they just they just they demolished them. It wasn't even close. George Kittle, three touchdowns, three receptions. I thought it was super funny. Three receptions, three touchdowns. Um, but it was a, it was a, I thought it was a really funny gesture. Um, because you know, like I said, it's a rivalry right now. The, the Cowboys really want to beat the 49ers and the 49ers consider them like, look, we don't care to beat you. You're not our rival. We, we, we consistently beat you. You're nothing to us. And that's shown to be the case. The 49ers, I think, going into that game, I didn't think it was going to be close, if I'm being completely honest. I thought, eh, you know, maybe it would be like a 10-point game, something like that, 10-point difference. No, it wasn't It wasn't like that at all. But the 49ers are just that much better of a team, and I think they're the best team in the, in the NFC. I mean, sure, you can talk about the Eagles, but the Eagles have been in a lot of close games with teams that shouldn't be in close games with them, whereas the 49ers are are demolishing teams that should be in close games with them. So 49ers are the best team in the NFC. And until proven otherwise, I think that'll be the case. Until Until that Niners-Eagles game, the Eagles have to beat them.
0: Yeah, that'll be exciting. Um, Eagles are a great team. And I still think they match up well against the Niners, but, I mean, Niners' offense has been cruising, so we'll see. I mean, that's the big thing with the Eagles is, like, can you handle their D-line? there's not really a D line like the Eagles in the NFL. So it'll be, it'll be interesting to see if they can run the ball effectively. If they can't. All right. Then it's going to be on Purdy and that's when it's going to get interesting. So I'm, I'm excited for that matchup. I think that's probably like, at least, I mean, for me, at least it's the most anticipated matchup this season. Um, I think it's like week, like 10 or 11, maybe week 12, something like that. Um, but it's in a few weeks and it's going to be big. And there's honestly a decent, I don't know who they're playing, but they could both be undefeated going into that one, which would be pretty nuts. Yeah. yeah, we do have a good Monday night game at Cowboys Chargers this week. Sunday night tonight sucks, man. Bills, oh, it's Daniel Jones, the Bills, science. right? Yes, they don't even have Danny Jones. They have Tyrod Taylor starting. The maybe the worst offensive line that I've seen in years. It it was, dude. They were getting hounded by the by the Seahawks. The Seahawks and, do not have a good D line,
1: <laughs> and one of the worst receiving corps I've ever seen in my life. It's, so it's brutal. <laughs> I mean, do yourself a favor, you know, unless you got someone in fantasy playing or something like that, just don't watch that game. Don't watch that game. (laughs) I mean, you can tune Um, in
0: for the first 20 minutes and it'll be a wrap. Probably you could also do it'll be over. Yeah. Uh, Yeah.
1: Game will already be over by halftime.
0: Yeah. We got, we got, I mean, what are you, what are you excited for um, for today's games? Which ones are kind of like exciting. I'll, I'll give you a couple. Um, Lions, Buccaneers, Saints-Texans, I think that's a really good game. I, I, for betting-wise, I bet on the Dolphins, the Bills, the Niners. I had a bunch of teasers and stuff. I bet on all the super good teams to win. Uh, seahawks Bengals, that game is going to be sick because
1: – Yeah, that game is going to be fun. Chicago-Minnesota, I like that one. I was going to say, know. dude,
0: if, if the Bears win, the Vikings need to trade Kirk. They need to blow it up, and they need to go Kirk, for Caleb.
1: Yeah. Yes, franchise I think altering that's Yes, and I know Jetta's is out, but it's not like Chicago has a good defense anyway. So I really think this could be even without Justin Jefferson, I think this could be a high scoring game. Granted, if you have Kirk Cousins, it might be ugly, but he should throw for a lot of yards. And I mean, I think it's gonna be a fun game, man. I hope it's gonna be a fun game. That one and Cincy and Seattle, those are the ones that are gonna be on on my radar for sure.
0: Yeah, I like I like those ones a lot. I think that the Saints Texans game will be kind of boring, but those are just two teams that it's like okay, these are probably like playoff level teams. It'll be exciting. I do I do uh, I think it's a, yeah afternoon slate. They all suck in my opinion because it's like it's like blowout <laughs> games. It's like really bad. Yeah. But the Lions Buccaneers game I'm pumped for because the Bucks are a lot better than I thought they were going to be. Their defense is legit. Yeah. Bakers looked really good, and. The Lions are legit, too. The Lions have one of the best rushing attacks in the league. So I think that's going to be a tight one. I hope at least. Um, we'll see if, if if Baker's able to play well. I mean, it'll be interesting. Because they're kind of a... They're one of those teams everyone's like, oh, they got Baker, they're going to suck. And it's like, hey, Baker looks pretty good, man. Like, they're not
1: bad. It's they, like, they might win that
0: It's
1: kind of <laughs> like Seahawks last year. Oh, uh, Gino sucks. Oh, hey, he's not that bad.
0: That's a great I, comparison.
1: Yeah, it's like, they're not that bad. And... Yeah, that'll be a fun game, man. I mean, um, Sam Laporta, the the <laughs> the tight end god is down. I don't or he's I don't know if he's gonna play or not, but he's he's a little banged up. Jameer Gibbs probably isn't gonna play, but either way, they still have good weapons on that side of the ball. Great offensive line. Um and both sides have pretty damn good defenses, so um I think it's gonna be a fun game. I think that'll be probably the one to look forward to in the afternoon slate. Monday night. Monday night. That's gonna be the one that, of course, is gonna be circled on my calendar. Um, my girlfriend's, my girlfriend's family's Cowboys fans, so I think that makes it a little more, um, a little more fun. And it's I don't care too much about that. I just haven't liked the Cowboys. I don't hate them, but I haven't liked the Cowboys. And I do like Dak, but not for the reason that he's good. Um, Yeah, man, I think that's going to be a fun game. Any game that you got the Chargers in where, like, oh, the Chargers have a horrendous defense, but they got the really good offense. Any game you get the Chargers in, it's going to be a fun game. So I'm looking forward to that one. I'm pretty sure it's in L.A., if I can remember correctly. Um, Primetime Chargers, they'll jump out to a really big lead, and they'll end up blowing it and winning it at the last second or losing at the last second. So for those of you who hate the Chargers, it could be great for you. For those of you who love the Chargers, hey, that could – be great for you until the end so i mean it'll be fun
0: yeah no i think that'll be a good one as well so um, i see a couple of questions here about dodgers fire and dave roberts i don't think so I, I highly doubt that and also about snell what's gonna happen with snell i think we should just do we'll do a, a video just on snell next week because i think it's super interesting yeah. if they have enough money if he wants to come back there's a lot of things in play and i think it deserves a pretty heavy discussion so i think we'll we'll get into blake snell um in these next coming days but yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be – I think we have good football games on today. I think there's going to be a few blowouts, but I think that the good games – I'm excited for the good games today. So And and the Chargers-Cowboys also, Isaac. I think that'll be – I think that might be one of the better primetime games we've seen because it's been an absolute been shit show. Um, and the NFL is honestly something that the NFL really needs to fix. But, yeah. yeah. Isaac, anything else before we dip out of here? I know games are probably kicking off like right now. That'll be it. All right, guys. We'll see you all soon. Um, we'll have some videos out this coming week. Have a great Sunday, and hopefully all your teams win.